Welcome, my friends. You have found the Heroically Feminine Podcast. Probably the best podcast ever recorded in a car with no equipment. I'm Teresa, and I talk about everything related to living as a Catholic young woman in 2019. Whether the topic we choose is dress, body image, dating, this podcast will give you practical advice on how you can use a struggle at work or school to bring Christ to others. At Heroically Feminine, Christ-bearing is our mission. We hope you'll join us. The time to be heroic for Christ is now. Thank you for listening and enjoy the episode. Welcome, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Heroically Feminine Podcast. Today we have a second interview. This one is going to be on feminine dress with our friend Ray. And we're going to talk all things feminine dress, pants, skirts, veils, and a few other things like tights. Anyway, you may find this kind of controversial because it seems every woman has a different opinion on feminine dress. But if your opinion differs from Ray's, we'd love to have you on and express your ideas because we're just here as a platform for a Catholic young woman to discuss ways in which we can bring Christ to the world. Enjoy, and let us know what you think. Hello. Hi, Ray, and welcome to the Oakley Feminine Podcast. We're so happy you're here to talk to us. Well, thank you for having me. Yes, I can. You're a lot more connected this time. Welcome back, and you're here to talk to us all. Um, well, with Catholic feminine dressing, people have different opinions on that, and your experience. Yes, okay, so, um, well, I know that you know uh, that I hold a little bit different opinions than many of the people in traditional circles do in that when I'm not around, um, for example, mass or any church-related activity, I wear pants um, in my day-to-day life. Uh, when I'm when I'm around traditional circles, I don't I don't try to rock the boat. I don't try to make huge fuss out of it. But I just don't um, I don't let that aspect of dress bother me in my day to day life. And you had asked me to come on and talk to you about that because uh, it's a little different from a lot of trad people out there. Yeah, so that's definitely something unique and different. And if somebody, some concerned Catholic, were to come up to you and ask you know, how, why do you wear pants? It's not feminine. What if they were to say that to you? I've definitely heard that quite a few times. What would you say in response to that? Well, I'd say that fashion, um, I'm not talking, you know, the morality of modesty quite yet that I'll get to that later, but fashion as it exists is, I don't want to use the term social construct, but it kind of is a social construct. I mean, you look at societies around the world and their um, their understanding of what is feminine and what is modest is very different and there are cultures where everyone wears pants um, mm-hmm. I'm so just on that side I don't think there's anything object- objectively wrong with mm-hmm. pants um, of course there are styles that can be a little little more risque and those are a different question but so if we rewound like 60 years it's the 1960s and we're back when 
this whole fashion upheaval started and women's styles went from generally the traditional skirts um, to people starting branching out and experimenting with pants. That was done in a sense of rebellion to the understanding of femininity and what it meant to dress in a feminine manner. We've had 60 years of that to go on. We've had 60 years of changing fashions. And in my understanding of the world and the fashions, it's no longer considered to be masculine to dress and wear pants. Now, you can Mm -hmm. wear masculine clothing, and that's what we see a lot in the trans community with people wearing more boxy clothing to hide a um, female figure. But as long as you're wearing something that's not skin tight and not like objectively masculine in style, I don't think that it's unfeminine to wear pants. And that probably leads to the next question about, is there an objective standard for dressing? Like when, when we're dressing, should we think about anything? Because you said it's a social construct, but there's also something objective about it. I don't know if you can actually assign a number to it. I mean, I remember someone told me, and I don't even remember who it was, but the definition of porn being, you know it when you see it. Um, <laughs> so I, I think it's one of those things that it, you really have to to read it as you go. I mean, on the one hand, I think there are some understandings that we can do. I mean, there are shirts that are just too low, or there are pants that are just too tight, or there's any skirts that are just Mm -hmm. too short. Um, But again, like it, it can be such a different, um, it can be such a challenging thing, because the same, the same outfit can fit different people very differently. I mean, I know that you and I are both on the shorter side of the spectrum um <laughs> no, and so no. we could wear a dress that you know on one of our taller friends might not be considered modest mm-hmm. um so I don't know if you can actually objectify any mm-hmm. like objectively say that one thing is wrong or right at least that's my understanding of it mm-hmm. um now there are certain styles that I believe in very rare cases maybe this might not be so but generally communicate specific things about yourself really tight pencil skirts or Mm -hmm. certain types of fibers like if you have a leather jacket can communicate a different thing about you than a different style might I think I view playing I view clothing as a language and essentially what you're communicating through that language um, I think that's where the objectively right or wrong side of it comes through is what Mm -hmm. you're trying to communicate through it yeah and maybe what the um the difference between you and some of the people who may object to your opinions is that they might see it as almost like a two-way street like you're saying that the way like you think and then you dress and they might think that the way you dress almost influences how you think so maybe you don't think about and twice about wearing pants but it begins to alter your perspective I mean and there's definitely a a, there's something to that Mm -hmm. if you are used to wearing or dressing in a certain way and you get used to that then you stop noticing it in other people Mm -hmm. um now on the other hand i i think that in that case knowing boundaries and knowing when to dress and where to dress that actually can counter a lot of that i mean growing up as we have and having the people around us that we have um you know when to dress in a way that's respectful for church or for respectful for a business opportunity or respectful so i think that there's a way to understand and tailor mm-hmm. your choices to the circumstances that you're going to be in mm-hmm. 
exactly. And then something else you said that was interesting was you said that you, while you do wear pants, you also veil at church. So how would you how would you respond to somebody who asked you why do you veil? Yeah, so I veiled, and actually, I spent this this past summer in Spain in a language program um, in one of their cities. And uh, that was a really interesting experience because they don't have the Latin mass there. I think we we found it one week, but mm-hmm. the um, the parish there, it's it's pretty rare. Spain is fairly Catholic and there's a lot of masses, but their um, interest in the Latin mass and tradition is on the lower side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I veiled the whole time and I, it was a really interesting and it made me reflect on it more because I think that my reasons for veiling are much the same my reasons for um, my other fashion choices and that it's a form of communication and it mm-hmm. has significance and it has meaning. So on the one hand, um, I veil because I'm in the presence of my God and mm-hmm. I want to show respect and I want to show honor to him. And so I cover my head and I, it's an outward form. It's a traditionally a form of respect and a, a form of honor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also I veil because it's my privilege to, as a woman, mm-hmm. I, I'm numbered as one of those things that get to be veiled at mass along with the tabernacle, along with the chalices, the priest walks in. Mm-hmm. Um, I, as a woman have the capacity to bring life into the world and whether that be as an actual mother or whether it be in my career as a nurse or whatever the case may be, that's my mission. And that's a really amazing thing. So mm-hmm. at the same time that I'm honoring my God, I have that ability to also recognize my own self-worth as a woman and say, I have this, this is something I am so, I'm so fabulous. I have such a great mission that God's assigned me that in the presence of my God, I'm going to cover that, that splendor of my mission and say, no, the focus is on you, God. Right now I'm here in your presence and everything that I have is towards you. Mm-hmm. And I also like the way, like, I'm a big hat person too. But veiling, there's something about the veil that just kind of like puts you in the spirit of like mass. You're just like in it mass does. mode then. Because I just wore it to the Norbert's Order today at, for Sunday. I wore it to the English mass and I was the one veiling there. And it just puts you in the, the mode, the, uh, the mode, but the it whole does. move from mass. It does. And I mean, I, I recommend hats to women all the time who want to mm-hmm. veil but would feel out of place in their Novus Ordo parishes. Um, or even in more traditional parishes that might not have taken that final step towards veiling yet, because it can be intimidating. You are the only person with a scarf around your head. And um, if you don't have the traditional lace Mm -hmm. chapel veil, um, you can, you know, it just looks like you've got a scarf on your head and it can be a little (laughs) odd. So I don't discourage any woman who wants to um, experiment that way and try veiling and do it in a safe and so like a socially acceptable manner. But on the same time, you're totally right. I, I like veiling. It's different. It sets itself away from, I'm just wearing a hat and it's cute. It's no, I'm, (laughs) I'm covering myself. I am, this is an act of prayer essentially instead of just, you don't veil anywhere else outside of mass. So exactly. Yeah. Or outside of church. Yeah. And then I just to play devil's advocate here, just thinking with some of these people who maybe like they veil like you do, but they also wear skirts. So what if they were to say something like, yes, you veil yourself um, because, you know, you're able to give life and you're sacred in a way. Why do you not veil your legs in the same way? Why do you like kind of show the form of your legs to the world? I've heard kind of arguments like that. What would you say? 
Well, again, I, I mean, I just don't see the skirt as the only thing that means that means femininity anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Let's go on out on a limb here. If and I mean, it's not really that far away. Uh, if guys tomorrow started trying to wear skirts, as wacky as it sounds, <laughs> um, halfway there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying uh, as wacky as it sounds tomorrow, it would be an act of rebellion. It would be a man saying, no, like I can. This fashion is not just something for women. And it's mine now, too. And it can mean masculinity. It would be a act of rebellion against that. That's a social code. Mm-hmm. Give it 60 years <laughs> and the symbols have changed and the meaning is not the same anymore because it's language is fluid. Words don't mm-hmm. mean the same thing. Styles don't mean the same thing. 60 years down the line, when people have gone back to wearing robes and everybody wears skirts, um, it wouldn't be considered feminine anymore. And I, I think that those definitions are, I, I think that yeah, they can fluctuate. I mean, look at the difference in style from 100 years ago. Um, even women who wear skirts don't dress like that. And mm-hmm. it can still, I mean, there are other ways of considering yourself feminine than only wearing skirts. Yeah. And like what I say sometimes, or when people are talking about skirts being feminine, and I mean, I wear skirts all the time, most of the time, but a thousand years ago, you know, you had guys wearing robes and dresses. Mm-hmm. They weren't wearing pants a thousand years ago. <laughs> They're whatever, actually but... a very recent invention. Like, yeah. I mean, we had mostly it was guys wearing tights first and then like eventually stuff changed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go not wearing tights anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> that would be weird. I mean, some of us do, but oh, I was going to ask you. Oh, yes. So. You said there are other ways of being feminine. So would you like to share some of those with us for inspiration? My my style choices. I love button up shirts with collars. I think they're (laughs) super cute. Um, I think it just adds a little, you know, you look a little bit more polished. I love long sweaters, um, especially for anyone who considers fancy even a little bit too immodest. I like longer sweaters because then it hides lower, a little bit lower than your waist. Your whole Mm -hmm. bottom's covered. It's like nice and and comforting if that's your jam I also really (laughs) love playing with textures so I love lace I love um I love lace collars um I like shoes I like uh Mm -hmm. very delicate feminine shoes um so yeah I get I'm not to toot my own horn because most of the time I feel like I didn't walk out in a very cute outfit but like I get compliments (laughs) all the time and people say wow you're you're dressed really nice and and you look put together so I think that there are ways to dress yourself in a way that's honoring to yourself as a woman and within the the understanding of fashion of society. You can't be 100% with them because they're completely wacky. And I just saw um, <laughs> some of the strange fashions that I saw in Spain this summer finally made it to my hometown. And I'm like, oh, dear, why? Um, <laughs> you can't be 100% with it, but I think there's a way to work with it. Because one thing that, mm-hmm. um, one challenge that I think a lot of traditional societies have is being taken seriously. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we already, we hold to a mass in an arcane language. We, we follow traditions that are hundreds of years old. And there's a lot of push to view that as outdated. One of the mm-hmm. things is if you look the part of someone who's like, confident in the world and able to to like operate in the world well even if there's something still that sets you apart if you don't 100% go with the fashions of the world 
if you look like you at least can belong enough to, to work, you're taken seriously more. And I think that's a huge part of evangelization is looking, looking the part, like not looking like you're something that's a hundred years old and not <laughs> worth being taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think sometimes too, we got to be careful that just because, you know, we, we kind of cling to a time when like the mass was said in Latin like 60 years ago, that doesn't mean that we need to do everything like it was 60 years ago. You know, yeah. There was a lot of problems Certainly. in that time period. Yeah. Things weren't Writing perfect. typewriters or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, and nice. just a last question for you. Yeah. Um, you said that you were talking about the way people reacted because I hear this all the time, you know, when you wear a skirt, you're treated differently. Have you found that to be true or like not true or like, cause you brought up like how mm. other ways you're dressed, people compliment. Um, I wear a skirt fairly often. Um, it's a little bit more difficult now that I'm in nursing school because I'm in scrubs so much of the week. Um, Mm -hmm. but I know what that's like. (laughs) Yeah, it's, I I love scrubs, but yeah, it limits your fashion choices. Yes. Um, (laughs) Would you like black or blue today? Um, Mm. (laughs) uh, living dangerously. (laughs) We'll we'll roll out the, the purple every once in a while. Um, I think there's a grain of truth to that. The, the, the better that you're dressed in any situation, um, Mm -hmm. people respond to it more. And I mean, as fashions move towards, um, pants being a more general choice for women, skirts do tend to stand out. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think there's other ways of standing out, um, color. If you're wearing a bright color, people are more likely Mm -hmm. to notice you, uh, statement jewelry, I mean, a lot of the option, the um, reactions like people holding doors for me or people complimenting me, um, a lot of those just have um, the thing that links them is a unique toy clothing option. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I yeah. mean, there's a there's a grain of truth in that because the more that you're dressed up, the bigger their reaction will be. But for the most part, I have not noticed too much of a difference. Yeah, I think it's more just like taking kind of pride in what you wear, like realizing your value and dressing for it, which we mm-hmm. don't see you like, I mean, you don't see that nowadays, people just dress in like sweat, sweatshirts and leggings. So people who are wearing skirts are going to be more of those type of people who care about how they dress and realize their they work, but we can do that in, in other ways. Yeah, yep. yeah, you're saying, and that will attract people. Well, thank mm-hmm. you so much for giving us mm-hmm. your opinion and your times. I don't know if anybody will agree with you 100% because I think <laughs> I think everyone's going to agree with half of what you say and probably not the other half. With the bailing well, of the pants. So. I'd love to have that conversation with all of them. I'm always interested to hear what other people say because fashion is such a unique, um, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's the choice that we literally wear closest to us. Um, mm-hmm. It's such a such an individual personal thing with an era of communication and it's you can't just be stuck in your own little world and pretend mm-hmm. that like, what you wear is only affecting you but um yeah it's a fascinating topic and I love it to pieces and anytime you want to talk to me about anything just give me a call yes and if anybody disagrees or wants to put in a word then uh message me and you will be next on the podcast and we can have Mm -hmm. another discussion you know different opinions different ideas (laughs) a series on fashion Oh, yes, of course. I mean, it all relates to just being a Catholic woman, you know, Mm -hmm. that's a huge way of bringing Christ to the world. Thank Thank you, you, Paulina. You have a good Mm -hmm. night. You too. Bye.